Man, 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 man. Come on. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. And the Lord good. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Father, we thank you. We praise you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. That every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And God, as we come on this momentous occasion celebrating the birth of our Savior, we thank you for his entrance into the earth. Thank you for his death on the cross. Thank you for his resurrection on Easter morning. Thank you for the victory we have in him. And now, God, we pray that you would glorify yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Church, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. We want to give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to all my co-laborers in the pulpit, along with Pastor Freeman, and to our illustrious choir and praise dancers. Let's get a, a hand clap. Praise God to our director, musicians, and all the others that accompanied them. We thank the Lord for you on this, what we celebrate symbolically as the birth of our Savior. And I know the world says happy holidays. The world avoids the name of Christ. But I'm saying Merry Christmas. Amen. That Jesus is the reason for the season. Bless his name. Now, what makes this church the best church in the world? That, that's not even arguable. That's a fact. Is that we can have fun, we can have fellowship, and we're going to get the fruit of the word. Amen. We're going to get the word. We're going to get the word. Praise the Lord. We thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow, and I am ecstatic, amen, about our Christ. Praise God. This morning we'll be in Matthew chapter 2 regarding the birth of our Savior. And in verse 2 it says, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? The entering of the eternal to the earth. The entering of the eternal to the earth. When the word was made flesh. God's purposes and plans are intentionally and were intentionally hidden from, from both man and angels. This 
mysterion, this mystery of the incarnation, was God coming in the flesh. It perplexed people and prophets through 42 burden generations that there are over 400 prophecies regarding the birth of Jesus Christ. And that's why Jesus told the Pharisees, search the scriptures, for they speak of me. That as we look through the word, we see a seed in Genesis 3.15, the seed of a woman we see a sin bearer in Isaiah 53, a supreme ruler in Micah 5, a hypostatic union in Isaiah 9-6, when divinity and humanity kissed, and the eternal word became the perfected person of Jesus the Christ. The Bible tells us that God had to humble himself, get low, put away his prerogatives, set aside his privileges, and refuse to promote himself as God in order to come and die in place of mankind. And what we'll notice as we look at Matthew and Luke, we'll see three powerful but promotional facts about the birth of Jesus Christ. The first thing we'll see is the prophecy of his announcements, the prophecy, the prophecy of his pronouncements that there, these prophecies permeated the scriptures not only from Genesis to Malachi, but even into the New Testament, and that when we think about the prophecy, the prophetics, we're always thinking about the word arrangement. God before time has made arrangements, not only concerning prophecy, but concerning your personal life. There are no haphazard, no coincidental facts about our lives, especially the redeemed. God has ordered our steps. That is, there's an arrangement of sorts that are only known by God. And it's here that we see in this prophecy of announcements in Genesis 3.15, don't turn, we see the promise of a seed, one that will come out of this woman Eve after the fall, after her and Adam partook of the forbidden fruit, God comes along and God prophetically states to the serpent, who's symbolic of Satan, that her seed will defeat your seed. That Jesus will defeat the devil. It was prophetic. It was prophetic. And, and, and the interesting thing about this seed, that when you search the seed, the genealogy of Jesus Christ, you will find that there are four questionable people 
whom you and I probably would not have put in the genealogy bloodline of Jesus Christ. Rahab was a whore. She, she was a harlot. She had no business as a whore being in the bloodline of Jesus. But the Bible says that God is a God of grace. Grace is love we don't deserve. Mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. And one of the things that I praise God for is that everybody in the line of Jesus did not have to be perfect. In fact, everybody in the line had to be forgiven. Do I have a witness? Not only Rahab the harlot, but Ruth wasn't even a Jew. She was a Moabitess. Can I get a witness? And, and the Moabites were descendants of incest. Lord have mercy, with Lot and his daughters, can I get a witness, but God put her in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. So God could have put you and God could have put me, a bunch of no good drunks, a bunch of ex-prostitutes, a bunch of ex-fornicators, a bunch, yeah, of, of messed up people. He could have put us in the genealogy of Jesus. promise of the seed, but in Isaiah 9, 6, we see the presence of a son. For unto you is born, and, 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 and when you think about the language in, in Isaiah 9, 6, for unto us a child, that's humanity, is born because God wasn't born, and unto us a son was given. Divinity and humanity kissed. Lord have mercy. John says, in the beginning was the Word. His name wasn't Jesus in heaven. It was the Word. He was the Logos in eternity. Listen, in eternality, he was the Logos. In the beginning was the Word. He's the wasness of us. And all things was made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Lord, have mercy. It, 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 is, it is what we call in theology the hypostatic union. He was 100% man and 100% God. Perfect man, perfect God. God's man and man's God. Mystery. Isaiah 53 not only talks about amen, the seed and the sovereign, but we see the sin bearer. He would die for the elect. Hmm, interesting. How can God die? They had revelation but no illumination. How, in Isaiah 53, how can the Messiah be associated with the sin bearer? And, 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 and so in Micah 5, he adds... He's the sovereign because he will rule forever on the throne of David. Forever. There will be no end to his kingdom. So, so, so the first thing that God arranged was the prophecy of his announcements. That from Genesis 3.15 all the way through, amen, someone is coming whom everyone will bow to. And his name is Jesus, the Christ. Look at the second thing on this abbreviated Sunday. We not only see the prophecy 
of his announcement, but the providence of his arrival. Now, when you think of the word providence, don't think of arrangement, that's prophecy, think of appointments. God has established in all of our lives appointments. Yeah, for it is appointed unto man once to die, then the judgment. We all have appointments that permeate our lives. You can't rush God, I can't rush God. Can I get a witness? We, we have appointments, amen, that God has established in our lives. And the word providence means God does what he wants to do when he wants to do it, and God chooses. It comes from the Greek term pro-video. It's a video before time of intricate details, circumstances that God ordered. Yeah. Abraham had to travel into God's will. He was going not knowing where he was going. Yeah. And Moses had to trust and travail with a troubled people and a trying Pharaoh. God established the providence, that providence in Moses' life, and Joseph's steps were ordered by God to allow him to go into the pit but elevate him to the palace. Do I have a witness? Joseph didn't do anything to get into the pit, and Joseph didn't do anything to get into the palace. God orchestrated every step along the way. And when you don't know where you're going, and sometimes we don't know where we're going, when you don't understand what's going on, when you don't know why it's taking so long, just be still and know that he is God. He's already orchestrated your steps. He's already ordered your steps. He's already perfected your steps. And whatever God's got for you, can't nobody stop it. Oh, I'm preaching now. Can't nobody hinder it because the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. When I think about his providence, I think about the time of his coming. Galatians 4, 4, don't, says, don't turn, says, but in the fullness of time, at the right time, in the nick of time, God came, sent forth his son, made of a woman. Let me stop, pause, and part. Fullness of time has to do with the historicity surrounding Jesus. That they came out of Egypt. They went under Joshua into Canaan. They defected because of sin. They were taken by the Assyrians in 722 B.C. Ten tribes up north were taken into captivity. And then Judah, the sister, looked at the other sister. Instead of repenting, she did the same thing. So God sent Nebuchadnezzar to take the two tribes into Babylonian captivity and called Nebuchadnezzar my servant. Lord, have mercy. You know, when you make it up in your mind, you don't want to do right, you want to do your thing, God chooses a servant that's not even saved to deal with you. Do I have a witness? And they took him into captivity. You know the story. And the Bible says in the book of Daniel, there were successions, the Assyrian captivity, the Babylonian captivity. Then came Cyrus and, and the Medes and the Persians. Then came the Greeks, Alexander the Great, 32 years old, almost conquering the world. Then after him came Rome. 
in 165 B.C. before the birth of Christ. Here comes Rome. God ordered Rome because Rome built the roads so Jesus could walk on. It was Rome that brought about the death of crucifixion so Jesus could be hung up. It was Rome. I'm preaching this thing now, Doc. See, God had already a pro video of what he needed in place when his son came here. So it said in the fullness of time, at the right time, in the nick of time, Galatians 4.4, he was made, not born, made of a woman. The term made is a different Greek word than birth. He was made. He was not procreated. And, and the mystery of his coming, see, we, we, we because we don't, because we don't spend time teach, teaching in the Word, the mystery of his coming is baffling. How can God take he who's everywhere at the same time and compress him into a seed and put him in Mary's womb while he's still controlling the universe with the telepathic messages of his mind because by him all things consist. Everything is held up. Can I get a witness? You, you remember in the book of John, I, I, I mean, chapter 1, you, you remember the book of John, Jesus is walking and he told Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, I'll be over your house for lunch tomorrow. Zacchaeus said, where do you know me from? He said, I saw you sitting under the fig tree. Y'all not getting this. Zacchaeus said, when did you see me? Before time was. I saw you before the earth was, was made. I, I saw you before you was born. I saw you before your mother came into being. I knew you, Jeremiah said. I ordained you. I sanctified you. I called you. That's why I get excited about Jesus. He didn't wait for me to want him. He came after me. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He called me out of darkness and translated me into his marvelous light. We've been chosen, we, Lord have me. We've been elected. Can I get away? And the first thing that ought to hit us, why did you elect me? God said, because I wanted to elect you. There's nothing good about you. There's nothing good in you. There's nothing good about But I sovereignly chose you. I wrote your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'm, I gave you an angel at birth and told the angel, bring him back safe. Can I get a witness? The Lord is God and his mercy. When you get saved and get in this word, you stop using words like luck. You, you stop using words like coincidence. Can I get a witness? You stop using words like maybe, uh, maybe, no, maybe nothing. Somebody, I said somebody, somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. Somebody walks with me. Somebody talks with me. Somebody turned my life around. Somebody. my feet on solid ground. Can I get a witness? When you walk through the valley of death, yeah, when drugs had you, 
but you walked away. When liquor had you, but you walked away. When sex had you, but you limped away. Oh, it was Jesus. It was power, power, power. It was power. It was power. Not by might, nor by my strength, but by his spirit. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. And you're going to come to your senses. And you're going to know that you know, that you know, that you know, that it was Jesus that pulled you out of. Did he pull you out of trouble? Did he pull you out of trials? Did he pull you when you feel like dying? When you felt like giving up? A quiet, still, small voice came along. Did he come along? Did he grab you? Did he hold you? Did he comfort you? Did he strengthen you? He's worthy. 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 To be praised. The providence. Not only the time, but the travel. Not the time, but the travel. Listen to this. Here's Mary, pregnant, pregnant with Jesus. Pregnant with Jesus. Here's Joseph, who is a spouse to her. And the baby's not Joseph, it's God. Do I have a witness? Because the angel had to get his head straight. That which is in her womb is of the Holy Ghost. Didn't he say that? Can I get a witness? And, 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 and they had to travel 70 miles because of taxation through mountainous terrain to be in the place where the birth was prophesied. Do you know sometimes in our lives God is going to make us get to a place before the blessing comes out? Do I have a witness? Providentially, you got to travel to where God wants you to be. You just can't sit back on your, your couch and say, now bless me. Sometimes you might have to travel through some trials and travel through some mountainous terrain and travel through some tribulations. And, but when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Can I get a witness? The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my refuge and the Lord is my strength. The Lord is. Mm. Not only, yeah, not only the time and the travel, but the termination of their destiny. And the Bible says that the baby was born in a manger. Now let me stop, stop, park, because suddenly he who is full of splendor, full of glory, full of Shekinah, came into a makeshift delivery room with animals. Cows and sheep stared at him. The babe burst into time because there was no room in the inn. There's no room in the world for Jesus. There's no room in Hollywood for Jesus. There's no room on Wall Street for Jesus. 
there's no room in entertainment for Jesus. But you got to make room for him. Can I get a witness? You got to invite him in, knowing that he is the savior of the world. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says he was born and they wrapped him in swaddling clothes. That means rags. He went from riches to rags in order to save my soul. He gave up his prerogatives. He said to save Raymond Maurice Gordon, I'm gonna give up, I'm, I'm gonna give up my prerogatives. I'm gonna set aside, amen, my powers. I'm, I'll, I'll always be God, but I'm gonna deny myself from acting like God. I need to go down and die in his place. I need to die for his no good sins. I need to die for his disobedience. I need to die for his rebellion. Can I get a witness? And you know he came to die. He was the only baby born to die. I do have a witness. And he had testimonies from Zacharias and Elizabeth, mother and father of John the Baptist, testimonies from Anna the prophet. But finally, we not only, amen, see, Lord have mercy, this matter of his visitation. But we close with the praise of his administration. And what blows my mind is Gabriel appears to this woman. Now, we, unlike Catholicism, we don't have seven angels by name. My Bible only has two. Gabriel and Michael. We don't have Raphael. And the E-L prefix or E-L suffix denotes God. Y'all hear English, you know it. A suffix is what ends and a prefix is what begins. Elijah, E-L, denotes God. Can I get a witness? The suffix of Michael, E-L on the end. Can I get a witness? Emmanuel, E-L on the end. Are you getting this? Come on now, hang in there with me. Thank you, Jesus. Daniel, E-L on the end. Are you, are you getting this? All that denotes they had something to do with God. So Gabriel, E-L, came to Mary and said, Mary, my name is Gabriel, and I stand in the presence of God. You can't stand in the presence without glory falling on you. You, you can't stand in the presence without being submitted to who he is. You, you can't stand in the presence without walking away with some kind of worship. He said, I'm Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. He said, look, God, and we know about Gabriel because Daniel chapter 10, when Daniel was praying for two weeks and didn't hear from God, God told Gabriel, go down there and tell Daniel, help us on the way. Daniel flew out of heaven. Daniel is a bad boy. I mean, Gabriel's a bad boy. He, he came out of heaven as a blazing angel. And the Bible says when he got almost to earth, in the middle of the principalities and powers, the prince of Persia, who is Satan and his demons, caught Gabriel in the sky. And there was a cosmic gang war. They were in the sky fighting. And every time you pray, Satan's trying to stop your prayers. Satan, Satan's trying to hinder your prayers. Satan is trying to get you out of praying. Do I have a witness? 
But the Bible says while Gabriel was fighting, Michael, and the, who is the archangel, he came with his boys out of heaven. And they told Gabriel, go on, we got this battle. And in the name of Jesus, they defeated the devil. Can I get a witness? And child of God, the Bible says that shepherds were looking over their flocks by night. And suddenly, a blazing angel shot out of heaven. It wasn't Gabriel, it was Michael. And the Bible says, he said, don't be afraid. I bring you glad tidings of good news. Born this day in the city of David is a savior and his name is Jesus. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says the sky lit up and millions of angels started praising God. They said glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Can I get a witness? But I would be remiss to close the story down because two years later in a house, the Magi, the wise men, came from the east and they saw his star and they started rejoicing and the bible says listen to this they came into the house not the manger and they they didn't see an infant they saw a young child can i get a witness and they bought three presents and these presents were symbolic they gave him gold which is synonymous with his deity, meaning we are worshiping God. They gave him frankincense, which is a good smelling perfume because of his principles and perfections. He's perfect man and perfect God. But then they gave him myrrh, which is a bombing fluid to say he's got to die for the sins of the world. Can I get a witness? They presented the gifts to him and they worshiped him. Do I have a witness? Child of God, you gotta know that Jesus is alive. You got to know that he came to Bethlehem of Ephratah 2,000 years ago. You got to know he lived 32 years on earth. You got to know that he died on a cross. Did he die? Did he die? He died. He died. He died. To the sun stop shining. He died. To the earth stop. Surely this was the Son of God, but early, 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 Sunday morning he got up, didn't he get up, he got up. 
in his hands. He got up. He got up with all power. So Christmas is what we commemorate as his birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, our Christ. Happy birthday, our cross bearer. Happy birthday, our redeemer. Happy birthday, our sustainer. Happy birthday, our comforter. Happy birthday, he's worthy. To be praised. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, eyes closed. If you do not know Jesus, you're going to hell. Don't let these people on TV send you to hell. You not only need grace, you need truth. Jesus is the Son of God. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. If you want to give him your life, just raise your hand. He said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Just raise your hand. Pastor, I want to be saved. I said, if your hand is raised, come on out here. Meet me out here. Come on, meet me out here. Come on, come on. Come on. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Come on, man. All right, come on. Come on. Come on, come on out, come on out. Balcony, come on out. Come on, come on, baby. That's right. Lord, gonna bless you, baby. Lord, gonna bless you. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on, come on. Praise his name. Praise his name. Come on. Is there another? Come on. All right, brother. Love you, brother. Another, come on, step out. Today is the day of salvation. Today, Jesus is the reason for the season. He's the greatest gift that God could give mankind. Is there another? Is there another? Chris. You follow the minister, please. Thank you so much. Thank you. Praise Jesus. All right. Hold up. I want I want my steering committee people from Chosen. Come on up. Go on down, Pastor Freeman. You in charge. Come on. Everybody in here that's 18 to 35, college students, I want you to come back up. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on. Now, in fact, come on, come on back up. Well, you wearing that bow tie, ain't you? Come on back up. Come on. Come on. Be obedient. Come on. I got to eat. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <coughs> That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. All these good looking young people. Look at them. Praise Jesus. That's it. Come on. Come on. College. 18 to 35. Come on. That's a great age. Come on. Praise Jesus. That's it. That's it. Hey, bro. That's it. We doing good. We doing good. Boy, they wearing them hats. Ain't they wearing them? They wearing them hats, boy. Come on. Come on up. Come on. 
Bless the Lord. Come on. Now, here's what we're going to do. We got a Christmas fellowship next door in the gym. We got food. Come and eat. Go home. Relax. Praise Jesus. We're going to do good. We love you. And I want to say to all of you, have a Merry Christmas. And listen, it's not about what you can buy. Amen. It's not about what you can give. Right. <clears throat> Amen. I want you to appreciate the real reason for the season. Look at all these young people coming. My God, can you move the line up? Move the line up. Move the line up. Or sometimes I wish I was 19 again. No, no, no. 20, 20, 28, 28, not 19. Right. Praise God. All right. Tamika, you want to take over? Come on. Y'all come on. Y'all take over? Y'all got it? Y'all got it? Y'all know what y'all can read All right. So, do I dismiss them or wait for y'all? You all right? Okay. All right. Pastor April said dismiss them. All right. Let's stay on our feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus is the reason for the season. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the souls. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the choir. Thank you for the praise dancers. Thank you for a great time. Now, bless the food we've had to receive for nourishing our minds and bodies. In Jesus' name, bless every home and family. Amen. Merry Christmas. You guys, stay put. Stay put. Stay. No, stay, stay, stay. Stay, stay, stay. You got to stay. stay.